You're listening to Agile Next, the next generation Agile talk show. I'm Daniel Gulo. And I'm Stephen Forte. Each week, we ask industry leaders to share their past experiences with Agile practices and to provide their insights into where Agile's heading to next. The show is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and by visiting our website at www.agilenext.tv. This episode is brought to you by Applebrook Consulting and Fresco Capital. Whatever your Agile needs, Applebrook Consulting can help with training and coaching. Visit our website at www.apple-brook.com. Fresco Capital is a global venture capital firm focusing on entrepreneurs building global businesses. Visit our website at fresco.vc. Episode 15, September 22nd, 2016. Today on Agile Next, we have a very special show. We're recording at Pune's first ever hackathon, and one of the organizers of the event, EZEST, is an outsourcing company based in Pune, India, and we have all five of their co-founders on the show today. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. I think to get started, we can have each of you introduce yourself and the role that you play at EZEST. Hey, hi. Uh, I'm Amol Pandey. I'm founder and the director of the company. I look up to sales and uh, all strategic in- initiatives at the organization. This is Sunil Dane. I'm one of the founders again, and I look after the strategic alliances at EZEST. Hey, I'm Jaiwant. Uh, I act- I'm actually uh, the op- COO, so I look after operations, delivery, and my for- former title, so I still love and do innovation. Hi folks, uh, I'm Ashish Gupta. I'm CTO and founder of EZEST. I love working with new technologies and new things. That's one of my passion area. I'm Devendra. I'm CEO and founder of EZEST. At EZEST, I look after marketing and finance and overall strategy. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, I, all five of you can't talk at once, but will one of you or two of you tell us a little bit just further to get the audience warmed up uh, about the founding story. There's five of you here. Um, full disclosure, I've worked with EZEST for about a decade or more, actually. Um, but I've never heard the entire founding story. I know you all were friends in college or something like that. So, Yeah, actually, uh, the story started, started from our childhood. So out of five, we three, Ashish, me and Devendra, studied together from the fifth standard. And we've been involved in a lot of entrepreneurship activity during our childhood, like uh, doing small, small things like m- having a library of magazines and then uh, creating the kites and selling it. Uh, small, small things uh, that gives us the motivation to be- become an entrepreneur later on. Then later on, uh, like we got into engineering college. So while doing engineering, we did one project called uh, robotics, ro- robotics project called Robando. So Robot Commando, it was a, te- a four-leg, two-arm teleoperated robot. And that was real motivation for us uh, to start uh, uh, get into the entrepreneurship. So we po- initially wanted to get into robotics, but later on when we, uh, after our degree, when we came in touch with Sunil and Jaiwan and uh, in Mumbai, so we got to know about internet, IT, software development and all. So then that time we decided, like, this is the field wherein you don't need m- much of the fund and this is something we can quickly start with. And then we took up one project and started from there. One of the first product that we developed was a cafe manager and it has a very interesting story. We used to share a uh, same apartment and we had oh, one computer. You? The funny thing is that we used to sleep on the floor and we had this one chair where we used to keep that computer and then we used to sit on the floor and program and code it. When we used to sleep at night, 
everyone needs to change side because you know because of the space if just one person is changing side everyone has to change sides there was a rule that we we just had one computer and which was rented and the rule was like computer must run 24 hours we had a one big problem that how to share the time how to manage the time and we thought you know let's write a program to account the time who is logging in and then while discussion we realized that there is a big opportunity here because there was cyber cafes were mushrooming in india and they used to have you have to take a pen you have to write in a notebook at while you are entering you are checking out manually you are paying for the hours so we realized that we can develop a cyber cafe management software and i have been kind of user experience guy ashish and amol started coding and jayvant and sunil were working as well and they were uh, doing lot of qa qa and architecting the application and that's how we come out with our first product and what happened very interesting afterwards that we started selling the product in india but no one wanted to buy there were early adopters who purchased the product but then we found out we got a call from a friend hey i saw your product in thane he said we never sell soda product in thane so how do you find it he said is working i see your name isest we realized the people are copying the product so with ashish uh, innovation we developed a, a component which was a geo location based anti privacy tracking and it was amazing we could see on the geo map in mumbai which are the location the green dots are the real union copies red means 100% pirated yellow are doubtful and we used to open the yellow page look at the areas and these are the cyber cafes in thane let's call him hey man i saw that you are using our product i can see that it's not purchased legally do you would like to buy it see yes good no we we used to shut down the product remotely and it became huge success it came in the express computer then we got a visibility so we started getting calls from united states because and europe because all those companies wanted to come to india but piracy was a big issue and they found out this is a great idea to integrate that component so as we started discussing integrating the component people started why don't you develop our product we don't have a technology team can you please augment our team and that's where we realized the software product engineering is a big opportunity and we started uh, our core, our journey in the outsourcing area that's like one of the most interesting incubator and and start yeah bootstrapping stories i've i've ever heard um i know we talked a little bit this morning about some of the agile practices that you guys have been using and so forth but why don't you go into a little bit more detail about kind of what we're following in terms of practices and and the values and principles that you hold to here at ezest uh so agile we have been practicing for many years in different shapes and forms and i didn't actually shouldn't say that we sort of uh, modified agile because the by the name itself it's open to changes but yes we have to adapt agile for various thing to start with a lot of our businesses outsource and client locations are generally outside india and therefore communication with client or client teams because lots of many of times actually co development part of the team sits on the other side of world in a different time zone so we have to make adjustment to accommodate that and secondly we have to make adjustments per customer and also based on the nature of the project so kind of it always has been constant experimentation in trying different things we tried some of the 
well-known practices that has been successful, whether the TDD or even pair programming and things like that. We continued some, we dropped some because um, I don't know where what the reasons are, but some of the practices didn't really work for us as well as they should. Reasons could be, we can uh, discuss that if required, but yes. And then some of the practices we had to add on our own uh, that probably don't exist in the book. Uh, and some of the practices we modified, things like peer reviews. So the kind of talent we work with, we focus more on not peer reviewed, but we ask tech uh, leads to actually review developers code. The simple reason is uh, because agile kinds of assume a, a sort of a, a maturity of developers, but in India we have hungry developers who are ready to learn but we need to feed them and sort of graduate them. So therefore, we found that the take lead reviewing is more effective because that is the right way, quick way of mentoring the team, assessing their potential talent and uh, skill level and so on. So those, those kind of the examples. And we haven't restricted ourselves to just the development projects, but we adopted agility uh, even in our processes, the, the way we manage our business. So start from business planning to uh, even managing our infrastructure. So even business planning was like uh, we used to find out the constraint and then find out the, how we can remove those constraints, some solutions. And we log those uh, uh, actions or the change in the processes or improvement in the processes. And then each process or each change will act like a project. And then there, there was a, a project owner or kind of scrum master over there and the log uh, associated with that project. So, and at each was like having a two weeks or three weeks of duration. So that way one project at a time and then we go for another project. I think it's very uh, important insight Amola shared. We are use Scrum, we are use Sprints not only to development or delivery, but other functions. Like we have uh, Sprints going on in the marketing teams. We completely manage our marketing campaigns uh, using Scrum methodology and we are very successful with the results. Again, we did some fine tuning to uh, adapt it to the marketing or the sales kind of initiatives. I think uh, it was long back probably. I was the very first uh, certified Scrum Master at EJST. Um, it was uh, Pete Deemer. I hope he's listening to us somewhere. <laughs> so I think uh, he, he used to be with the Good Agile at that time. And that is where, yeah. And then, yeah, okay. Uh, so that is where I got uh, trained under him uh, as a certified Scrum Master. That's in Bangalore somewhere. And long back now uh, but yes so agility is uh, the way we say it uh, you know it's product engineering services uh, that is the, the core focus of the company and we do enterprise business as well but uh, what we say is we are agile uh, you know the, the, the big companies out there i know they say elephant can't dance but you know you you make it agile and then it can definitely dance Definitely. Uh, the other area I see uh, it has helped EZEST is specifically as EZEST, we had been doing a lot of outsourced product development and pro new product development, new versions of them are always like flirting with the new technologies. And that's where fail faster, basically select the right kind of technology, right kind of solutions. This is where this quick sprints of figuring something out uh, that has helped immensely. It helped us rationalize our estimates, correct them as well, as well as uh, taking the well-informed decisions on technology side. And um, when did you begin the Agile journey at EZS? Because when you were building the Cyber Cafe software, that was about 15 years ago, I believe. So 
Um, when did you was did you start then? Like when did Peak Deemer train you and you kind of bring it back into? And I'd also like to hear not only when you began the journey, but what that journey looked like. So uh, I think the journey of uh, agility and doing pair programming, uh, peer code reviews, and things like that that we had started long back. I mean, this is probably the first thing that we were developing our own product. That is where we used to share computer. We used to do each other's. You know, I mean, there were a lot of things actually, but although. We didn't know the names, what to call it exactly, but we were still practicing it that time. Precisely, the pair programming team came to us without we formally knowing or studying about it. Is purely out of compulsion. We had less computers and more people. And even pure for customer uh, draw the agility uh, to our, uh, with us with within organization. So they demanded initially the the new. how the agile processes works and they ask us requested us to follow these processes and that's where we got deeper into it yeah i think uh, what amol said is very uh, important because as agile became a norm most of our customers started insisting agile to be adopted and for us also agile became a differentiator because everyone used to talk about waterfall iterative and other models and we were one of the first outsourcing company which was positioning agile as scrub as a differentiator and like that time we took a initiative that most of the pro- project managers became certified scrub masters and i think it was the other way around as well i mean at many times it happened that our customers i mean we knew agility what is agile and what what the development cycle the scrum and everything but our customers didn't know that so we had to teach them how things work and then how this would help them achieve more efficiency and more productivity i think this is true till date like we had a customer from norway we had to literally explain to him the concept of product owner that he need to own the product agile basically product ownership is something cannot be outsourced <laughs> so we we have to educate lot of our customers that how the agile works how the scrum works and what the role of the pro, uh, pro, uh, product owner is and then we can have scrum master and a team at our end so so especially in the enterprises we will have to do lot of brainstorming uh, to the customer for adopting the agile or the scrum processes and we are we are one of the first outsourcing company in pune to introduce agile to the bigger community and thanks to steve he came to pune he had two big seminars people were actually sitting on the floor it was full packed it was a fire hazard yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that gives us lot of visibility in the market as well being the thought leader in agility So what would you say are some of the benefits that your customers really gain from using agile and what are some of the significant challenges that they're faced with um that agile can help them with or that you found that are um agile helps them with uh the core part of our business and traditionally has been uh outsource product development and in product development space it matters a lot and the fundamental the uh, aspect of agile to actually start with an mvp have a minimum viable product and go out to market early My use iteration iterative development in order to get uh, the feedback both from internal as well as external stakeholders all that makes big difference and sort of uh, gives more for the more mileage for the bucks that he is putting into the development and you know in startup or in product environment that matters a lot and even time to market was uh, reduced uh, especially for the product companies so b- with few sprint uh, we could deliver minimum viable products to them 
and that was the big benefit so that helps us retain the customer for long and also in many cases like rather than having a last minute uh, uh, as a result of surprises fight with the customer so having few fights initially and then uh, having uh, rolling out the process as well was yes. the real benefit recently when we uh, are currently working with lot of enterprise companies we actually take the spirit of product development into an enterprise world and i think the benefits are significant like the projects that uh, typically would uh, be estimated to take between 14 to 16 months we have successfully completed in less than half times and that has created built a significant trust and a sort of reputation that we have been a company which is far productive and faster to actually create quality output and i'm sure like using agile methodologies appropriately is one of the big element that contributed to that success one other point uh, i i see uh, the way agile uh, has has helped easiest is it help uh, helped us reemphasize to customer that their involvement is needed even though there is outsourcing of a development that is happening because traditionally it was like okay something is outsourced so that is out of my mind but agility has uh, this particular thing has helped us uh, give that uh, consideration to the customer no your involvement is required and it is intensely required exactly so uh, i mean like early those days uh, while educating our clients we had to kind of emphasize on these things that how this how agility is different than the traditional methodology of you know using a waterfall or rup or whatever methodologies that they were using and then over a time there there were certain instances that they understood agility as a process of running projects in a small waterfall models instead of a truly iterative model and when they learned that how a true uh, iterative model can help them achieve better productivity and better efficiency that is where then they kind of kind of move on to it full fledgedly and i think uh, like to share one of the very interesting aspect while designing our offices uh, when agile became norm we realized that transparency is the biggest element and transparency is the biggest principle of uh, agility is scrub so we uh, design our offices and every cubicle every it's such a way that people can interact with each other very quickly there are no barriers and there are absolutely no so every cubicle in easiest uh, is transparent we are transparent glass everyone can see everyone can see each other even the financials are shared with every team member like anyone there is the board meeting can be accessed by so i think that yeah, agility has become part of our culture and that has helped us a lot very right point uh, devendra has mentioned about so communication is the key in agile so and that's what we follow so even if you see our office uh, this office so you will find lot of communication rooms the conference rooms or the calling rooms are there to interact with the customer so every day first thing in the morning they do is a scrum call they do a call they decide uh, they update the customer that what we did uh, yesterday what is the plan for today and tomorrow so and the project starts uh, the works for the day starts after that thank you for providing this perspective guys um you have a, a unique situation here with your organization that's different from a lot of our guests Uh, and what we like to do is ask the people that come on to our show where do they think agile is headed next so what do you think the future holds for agile 
I think the very element uh, of flexibility uh, sort of ensures that Agile is going to stay relevant and productive and useful. But it got to evolve. It got to evolve with both the changing circumstances and changing needs. By circumstances, I mean uh, the evolving set of complexity in technologies that you use, compositions of the teams, and uh, the fact that uh, people do work from distant or remote location as well as from home many a times these days in IT work culture. Of course, uh, there are evolution to support it. Toolset has been improving and has improved quite a lot. Uh, but and I think it will continue. So uh, there would be uh, challenges that would get addressed in various pockets, especially where the teams sort of live by the spirit and keep on innovative, throwing what is not adding value and uh, embracing something that is uh, productive. Uh, there are still, I think, there are challenges because uh, any process, people uh, tend to stick to things that found to be good or useful without, uh, with a fear that uh, not making drastic changes or not uh, trying things that are not written in a book. Uh, so I think uh, even some of those things we need to be experimented given uh, the sort of new challenges that we see in software development. Uh, so, but I'm sure that uh, as long as we keep open and flexible, uh, there would be um, uh, interesting adaptations on our way in future. From the business perspective, I'd like to share uh, my experience and my perspective about uh, where the Agile is heading. I think Agile is coming to contracts. Like earlier, the software development contract is to be drafted in such a way that you cannot move a little bit. The lawyers were not aware about Agile methodologies. But now with this Agile has become a de facto standard, I'm seeing that there's a lot of education even needed to lawyers and the people who are drafting the contracts without seeing it software. Next week on Agile Next, we have Ian McFarlane, a visionary and luminary in IT, talking to us from Silicon Valley. A big Agile Next thank you to our sponsors, Fresco Capital and Applebrook Consulting. Visit Fresco Capital at frescocapital.com and Applebrook Consulting at apple-brook.com. We hope to see you next week on Agile Next. In the meantime, check out our website at agilenext.tv.